0: everybody, welcome to Noob Reviews, the Jedi Dropout spinoff series where I review comics, anime, cartoons, and more. I'm your host, Ryan Taylor, and before I get into today's topic, I just want to thank everybody who downloaded or listened to the first Noob Reviews episode. Uh, I wasn't sure how well it would do, but uh, it seems to be getting some, uh, some pretty good numbers in terms of downloads and plays, and uh, I really appreciate that. I can't thank you all enough for it. With that out of the way, let's get into today's episode. Today, I'll be reviewing the 1998 anime series Trigon. And uh, before I get into Trigon too much, I just want to say that I am very much a noob when it comes to anime. And uh, aside from, let me see, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, Pokemon, that, uh, you know, the stuff I watched as a kid. There's not a whole lot that I have seen And because of that I uh, I plan to review quite a bit of anime in this, I believe uh, I've been watching a little bit as of late And uh... There's at least one or two series that I've recently watched I'm definitely going to be reviewing soon Uh... I will admit that for a long time I didn't think anime was something I could take seriously It always seemed a little too, I don't know, uh, childish, I guess. It seemed a little weird. And I think that's mostly due to the amount of Pokemon I watched as a kid. Because Pokemon is a very cartoonish, uh, sort of kiddie anime series. But there's so much more to it. There's so many great stories. There's uh, the one that changed my mind completely. And I mentioned this one in the last episode. Uh, akira uh the standalone anime film based on the manga series oh my god uh if you haven't seen akira and you're you're not sure how you f- how you stand on uh, anime watch it absolutely watch it it's not just one of the greatest anime of all time and i mean i know i haven't seen that much i don't have much to compare it to but it's considered one of the better anime uh adaptations. Uh, but in my opinion, Akira is one of the single greatest sci-fi films ever made, animated or live action, without a doubt. Uh, so that's a good starting place, in my opinion, for, uh, for those who aren't into anime. Um, it's just such a damn good movie. I don't, you know what, that'll be a separate episode, because I need to read the manga series, and at that point, I think I will definitely re- review that. Uh, now, Trigon, a completely different thing altogether, uh, made in 1998, it's based on a manga series, as most anime are, uh, from 1995, and it follows the story of the infamous figure Vash the Stampede, which is a badass name, and, uh, I will say that Vash uh, is one of those characters who's very easily recognizable from anime. Like I didn't know anything about Trigon, I'd never heard of Trigon, but I I knew what Vash looked like. I could recognize him. He's got a very uh, iconic look, but uh, the series is about Vash and the trail of damage and destruction that seems to follow him everywhere he goes, mostly due to the... Sixty billion double dollar bounty on his head. I don't know. I don't know what kind of currency this world has. The double dollars. Uh, I don't. I don't quite follow that. But uh, yeah, he, he's got a huge bounty on his head. Um, it also follows Meryl Strife and Millie Thompson, two Bernardelli Insurance Society employees who are tasked with trying to follow him and minimize these damages. Basically, they're 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 tasked with um, sort of babysitting, following this guy around, and making sure he doesn't destroy too much shit. Uh, and there's there's somewhat of the uh, the comedic relief in the show at times. Um, I mean, they're, they're starting out there's quite a bit of comedy, but I'll get in, into that in a moment now. Uh, Before I get more into the series, I want to tell a quick story. Uh, Now, I was telling a friend of mine that I was getting more into anime. I was looking for recommendations. And this is what he told me to watch. He, He said, watch Trigon. It seems definitely up your alley. And after watching the first five episodes, I came back to him and I said, I don't know, man. This does not seem... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into it. The tones are kind of all over the place, and I don't understand Vash. Uh, he v- very quickly changes between this cartoonish kind of joke to you know this this badass series character. It doesn't seem consistent. I don't get it. And uh, he told me stick with it because there's way more to Vash than. You're seeing right now. Uh, he's sort of wearing a false face at times, and there's there's a lot more to come. So I uh, I watched more, and honestly, episode six was the changing point for me, where I started to get hooked into the show, and the show really started to become what it is uh, the, the peak. Height of Trigun is the mid area for sure uh, So I, I jumped the gun on that one And if, if he's listening uh, Yeah you are right this, sh- this show is pretty awesome I gotta say um, And that leads me to the next point And that is that this show changes so much It's, it's 26 episodes long And it just unfolds more and more where uh, the beginning of the series is almost unrecognizable from the ending. Uh, the series starts out and it's a very typical sort of anime. You've got Vash has his zany antics, and uh, like there, there are brief periods of serious, uh, serious topics. And I mean, there's of course there's the cool fight scenes, but there's a lot of comedy and a lot of cartoonish. Ways And by the end of the show You are kind of hoping for comedy Just to break it up Because it is just so damn serious Almost heart wrenching in, in some of the stuff that happens In the end of the series uh, well, I'm not going to spoil anything uh, So yeah the, the ratio of comedy To seriousness uh, Shifts quite a bit. The first, say, quarter of the show is much more comedic. The last quarter of the show is very serious, but the the middle of the show from, say, I'm not sure, maybe six or seven episodes in until maybe 20 episodes in is a really good balance of just a great action anime with you know, some comedy here and there And not, I mean I'm not gonna say it's not too serious because Some of the themes and the The issues dealt with in the show are Fucking serious, but uh, it, It's good balance And it doesn't uh, I mean, the ending of the show gets a little uh, Unrelentless I guess is the word uh, No Relentless? Unrelentless? Fuck, I don't know <laughs> Whatever, which the word I'm looking for, you know, it, it's ruthless. There you go. It is without a ruth. <laughs> um, and and the plot of the show itself is much like that, in that it unfolds more and more. And at yep. the beginning of the show, you're just seeing uh, Vash. He's, he's a he's a criminal. He's wanted. He damages shit, and. Not much more to it You just think you're gonna follow the antics of this But there, (laughs) I'm not gonna reveal Any of it But there's so much more going on Not just behind Vash But behind the entire uh, Everything around him There's just So much shit And and he has a very dark history A very um, Surprising history as well But I'd rather let you, you guys watch that and, and discover it for yourself, because it's fantastic. Uh, I'm going to get into the characters a bit here. Uh, Vash is... And I will spo- I'm will, not going to spoil too much here, but he's, um, he's sort of misunderstood. And by sort of misunderstood, I mean he's very misunderstood. He's labeled the Humanoid Typhoon because of a lot of the damage and destruction that follows him wherever he goes but you quickly find out that he actually is against killing and despite being an expert marksman he attempts to end conflict without ever taking a life and uh, promotes peace and love which you're going to hear time and time again um he uh, m- most of the destruction that you that has been said to be caused by him is actually because of the bounty on his head. Everyone wants the money and they destroy towns just trying to take Vash out, so to say. Uh, Vash is an excellent protagonist. He's very layered and he's excellently written. But the side characters really help fill the show out. Uh, as I mentioned, Meryl and Millie are somewhat comedic. And, I mean, they, they do have their own side stories, but they're not, uh, not quite like Vash does. But uh, another character that I didn't mention, Nicholas D. Wolfwood. Which, I, I love Nicholas D. Wolfwood. He's fantastic. I'm not gonna... I, I'm going to give a very brief description, and I'm going to leave it at that, because he is a priest-slash-sharpshooter. He has less morals than Vash, in my opinion, and I think that is enough said. He's a priest with a large cache of guns, (laughs) and he's awesome. Uh, And it would be silly of me not to mention the main protagonist of the show, Knives, uh, protagonist antagonist. Um, I'm not gonna tell you anything about knives. I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil anything. I don't I'm not am not going to tell you who he is, not gonna tell you where he comes from, other than he's the perfect villain to oppose Vash the Stampede. And uh, the dynamic between those two is amazing. Uh, two other quick things I would like to mention about Trigon. Uh, first off, there's this weird cat, <laughs> and anyone who know who who has seen the series knows exactly what I'm talking about. There, there is this little cat that shows up in every fucking episode. Sometimes it's like briefly in the background, and other times it is just right in your face. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, Adventure Time. Anyone who's seen Adventure Time knows maybe the little snail that's always just, like, they, they manage to fit it into every episode? Yes, it's just like that, and that's probably where Adventure Time got the idea. This damn cat. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, uh... It almost becomes this fun little game where you're watching the episode and you're trying to keep an eye out for the cat. You're like, oh, that cat's coming. Where the fuck is that cat? Uh, but secondly, I, I gotta mention, um... Uh, oh, also before I finish the cat I don't know why he's there it never ties into the story it doesn't ever say who owns the cat and uh, like, I think at times some of the characters even interact with the cat but nobody seems to know who owns it nobody ever talks about it it's just there anyway uh, the intro to this show the theme song and the opening credits are so fucking good. Uh, I wasn't sure how I felt about it when I first heard it. It's a, a loud electric guitar. It's sort of the... Uh, I, I guess like a... I don't want to get my genres wrong here, but like a thrash metal... I don't know. The the guitar playing kind of reminds me of Dimebag Daryl a little bit. Um, and that's not exactly something that I listen to, but... Upon first hearing it, I said, okay, that's all right. And the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is good. And the third or fourth, I'm kind of humming along. and <laughs> By the time I was halfway through the show, I was literally singing every note to a guitar riff. Uh, holy fuck, what a, what a theme song. Uh, and the intro credits aren't the typical, I mean, usually... I don't know, it's a little more artistic. Um, There's a lot of shots that aren't actually in the show. A lot of cool artwork and cool images. Anyway, I I recommend you at least go listen to the theme song. Even if you're not going to go watch this, go listen to the theme song. Uh, And overall, Trigun is fucking awesome. (laughs) It's a great series. I can see why it's a cult classic, why it has such a following. It's weird that it doesn't have a bigger following in Japan... It's one of the few anime series that I know of that seems to have a bigger following in North America than it does in Japan, and I think some of that is to do to the fact that it doesn't include as much uh, Japanese history or culture. But uh, it's a great show. Uh, it is better when you know what you're getting into. When I when I found out exactly that I, what I was getting into with Trigon, in that it Slowly unravels and becomes more and more serious as it go as time goes on. It matures more and gets to some really dark places. Uh, that kind of made the show better, in my opinion. I I do recommend anyone listening go check it out. Um, it's only twenty six episodes long. It's not hard to get your hands on, and um, is there anything else I want to mention? Oh, oh I want to mention... And I'm not going to get into the casting. Um, cast The voice cast is great. But I want to mention that... Uh, the voice of Vash the Stampede... Is one of the very first roles by Johnny Young Bosch. And Johnny Young Bosch is a fan favorite amongst... Uh, anime and video game fans... He has lent his voice to many franchises, including, but not limited to, one second, Persona, Sailor Moon, Naruto, Gundam, Sword Art Online, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Danganronpa, Bleach, and, of course, my personal favorite, Akira, um, which I mentioned earlier. But mostly, uh, the thing that Johnny Bosch is known for is playing Adam Park, the Black Power Ranger that replaced Zack in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm not sure what season he came in, but uh, I don't remember him as well as Zack. But he is—he's uh, one of those actors that has that following because of Power Rangers. And I mean, he's—he's he's become a very successful voice actor since. And as far as I know, I think this is one of his very first voice roles. I mean, obviously he did the Power Rangers before this, but this is 1998, so still not long after. And on that note, uh, I think that is a wrap on Episode 2 of Noob Reviews. Uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, downloading and listening to this. And again, I appreciate, uh, as we all, well, well, myself and James appreciate, all the support for Jedi Dropouts If you're listening to this Again and you have not heard Jedi Dropouts Yet Go check that out It's it's like this but better And it's funnier uh, We just released uh, an episode all about X-Men And I mean Who doesn't love X-Men It gets to some pretty silly places uh, We got We have a lot of fun with it And it's I think our longest episode to date It's like an hour and a half long um so go check that out. Um, you can find this podcast. Uh, this is of course a spin-off of Jedi Dropouts. It's all it's all under one. So you can find this and the regular Jedi Dropouts episodes at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com. You can find it on the Podbean app, Stitcher app, you can find it on iTunes. I think there are other podcasting apps that would carry this um although it's hard to really check them all and find out which ones do uh unfortunately we're not available on Spotify or Google Play Music yet but I'm working on it uh you can also find the you can find um, find us on YouTube where we don't have uh, any videos per se but if YouTube is something you like to use we have the audio up there with our logos and uh You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And on that note, uh... Thank you very much for listening. And I'm not sure, uh... When I'll be uploading another. Uh, I don't think they're always gonna be as quick as this. I had Dragon watched before I even finished reading Paper Girls, honestly. Um... But I will try and, um, be pretty frequent with these. Maybe, maybe weekly, maybe not. It's gonna be, it's gonna be close. But, uh, thanks again. And, see, now would be the perfect time for a funny or clever sign-off. But, I don't have anything. So, I guess just keep your stick on the ice.